the Washington Wizards defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves easily on Saturday, 128 to 112. But then they turned around on the second night of the back-to-back, made a mental mistake at the end of the game, and fall to the Boston Celtics 111 to 110. Am I upset about that loss? No. Am I a little bit irritated at the late game execution? Of course. But nonetheless, welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at JRock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. All right, for the first game of the weekend, the Washington Wizards defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves, 128-112. I was very proud of them in this game because the Wizards are having trouble beating teams that they should beat. That's the truth. But they went out here, and in the third quarter, they just stomped on the Minnesota Timberwolves. They stomped on them and then never let them recover. They said, that is enough. You're done. We're going to get this W and we're going to get headed to Boston. And that to me meant a lot coming for a team from a team that was previously 5 and 13 versus teams below 500. They went in there and they took care of business. I was very happy about that. Um, and they had some, some pretty good uh, contributions from many players. Matthews. He played 28 minutes in the game. He was 4-6 from the field, 3-4 of four from 3 with 9 rebounds. Uh, he had 18 points. Uh, I was very impressed with that. And Garrison Matthews had no turnovers in the game. Bradley Beal was 12-23 of 23 from the field. He played 30 minutes, 8-8 eight of eight from the free throw line, 2-6 of six from 3. He had 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal. He had 34 points. Russell Westbrook was 7 of 19 from the field, 5 of 10 from the free throw line, 14 rebounds, 12 assists, 2 steals. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal had a combined 8 assists. And you guys know me, if they can go 8 or less, I'm usually pretty happy. Um, 5 is a bit much for Westbrook, but combined, they had 8 turnovers. I'm sorry, turnovers. You guys know I only like for them to have 8 or less turnovers. Um, but they had 8, so... Uh, Mo Wagner, he played 12 minutes. He was 4 or 5 from the field, 2 of 3 from the three-point line in that game. He had 12 points. Rui had 6 points. He was the only one who pretty much struggled uh, in the starting lineup. He was 3 of 9 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3. Bertans, he was 5 of 11 from the three-point line. Uh, he had 19 points in that game. Then you had Alex Lynn, who also contributed 10 points. He was 4 or 5 from the field. They had a lot of contributions from a lot of people, and they got it done. They didn't take this game lightly. They went out there, and they beat them down in the second half like I wanted to see. So I, I was very happy with them. Um, I, I do think at times it was a little bit, uh, a little bit easy for Carl Anthony Towns, but when I looked at the box score, he was 7 of 19 from the field. So, you know, they, they made it tough for him. Um, they did, they did really good. Um, I was very happy for them. There's not a whole lot to say in that game. They took their business. They went there. They stomped on them. Um, that's why I wanted to combine the pods uh, for the weekend games. Um, I wanted to see them beat down the team that they should beat, though. And I was happy about that. Now, let's move on. Uh, now, <laughs> the second night of a back-to-back, Russell Westbrook did suit up once again on a second night of a back-to-back. I think it's the third one in a row that he has done. 
this is good news for the Washington Wizards, considering almost half of their games in the second half of the season are on a back-to-back. So it's good to know if they're kind of pushing for a playoff spot, pushing for seeding. Um, this team is only two and a half games out of the eight seed. I think three games out of the six seed, uh, I believe. Um, I can make sure. But if they're pushing for a playoff spot, that they're trying to get them, trying to seed themselves, it's good to know that Russell Westbrook can play those second night of a back-to-back and be uh, pretty good. Um, so, yeah, the Washington Wizards are three games out of the five seed. Three and a half games out of the four. So, it's good to know. That's a big deal. I know people don't think it's as big of a deal. Um, but that's a big deal that he's playing these second night of back-to-backs, that he doesn't have to sit out all of them. And he looks like that he's fine. His jump shots are a little bit short. I don't think that doesn't mean he can't play back-to-backs. I think he just needs to get used to playing the back-to-backs. You guys have to remember, he didn't play back-to-backs last year in Houston either. And he's just starting to play backs-to-backs this season. So give him time to get used to it, get his legs under him. Um, maybe a lot of his short shots are short on the second night of a back-to-back. So, But in last night's game versus the Boston Celtics, the Boston Celtics pull it out 111-110. First, we will go through the statistics for this game. And then I will get into why I was a little bit frustrated with what went on at the end of that game. Rui Hachimura played 25 minutes. He had two points, one of five from the field. He did have six rebounds. Mo Wagner played 13 minutes. He was 0 of 2 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3. He had zero points. Russell Westbrook played 36 minutes. He was 10 of 22 from the field. 1 of 5 from 3, 11 rebounds, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 4 assists. He had 24 points on the night. Here's the thing, guys. The fact that he had 4 assists is egregious. And he was finding people all over the place. As you can see, Rui was 1 of 5, Wagner was 0 of 2, Matthews was 0 of 3, Bunga was 0 of 5. Denny was 0 of 1. I'll talk about Denny later. Um, but Bertans, he was 5 of 9. He was on fire. There was a point in the third quarter where, or fourth quarter, I'm sorry, where Bert, Brooks left Bertans on the bench way too long. Uh, but anyway, Beal, 16 of 29. He was great offensively as usual. 3 of 6 from the three-point line. 46 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. He also found people wide open that were missed that missed shots. And I don't think he had near the potential assist as Westbrook, but they both of the stars on the Washington Wizards were finding open players and they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Straight up. Matthews, like I said, he was 0 of 3. I, I just he had he didn't have turnovers. Matthews never turns the ball over. Uh, but Beal and Westbrook had five turnovers each. So Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook had a combined 10 turnovers. That's way too many. You guys know my rule. If they can get eight or less because they both handle the ball so much, if they have eight or less combined, I'm okay with it. But both of them have five turnovers each for a total of 10 in a game where you lost by one. That is way too many. They've got to figure that out. 
Now, Russell Westbrook especially, he did not have a strong two and a half quarters of basketball. In the first half, he was pressing. He was forcing. Uh, it's like he just was frustrated with himself. So he was just trying to get himself going. And um, it didn't work out well for him or the team in the first two and a half quarters. I won't say otherwise. That is the truth. He was forcing. He wasn't letting the game come to him. So he had five turnovers himself. But just the two of them combined with five turnovers, for the most part, Bradley Beal was was better uh, on the night um, outside of those turnovers. But ten turnovers with them two, that's too many in a game you lose by one versus a team uh, that has talent on it. So... That's just my take as far as their turnovers. Um, as far as you know, the bench is concerned, uh, like I said, Bonga really gave us nothing offensively. However, Bonga was fairly good on defense. Denny Avdia, I, he's all out of sorts right now. Uh, he doesn't really have the ball in his hands. Um, he seems to not really know what to do with himself without it. Look, he's a guy who's a playmaker. I understand that. Um, but with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill on the court at all times. He just seems like he's out of sorts, doesn't really know what to do. Uh, Robin Lopez, 28 minutes, 4-4 four, four from the field. Uh, he had 10 points, 3 rebounds. Uh, and Neto, you know, he, he was Neto. Uh, he's 1-3 from the field. He had 4 points, but, you, you know, he just had a tough time uh, with Kimball Walker on the night as far as defensively, but he did have 3 assists and 2 steals. So, um, you know, it was a close game. But for the most part, what I want to talk about right here on the next segment is the ending of this basketball game at the end of this game i felt as though the washington wizards were unaware of the options the celtics had i think it was the last 15 16 seconds something like that and it bothered me look i got on the players all game long about the things they were doing incorrectly i didn't think russell westbrook's defense was was great the first two and a half quarters he was a lot better in the fourth, a lot better in the fourth. I think, think I didn't think Bill's defense was great in the first two, two and a half to two quarters. I didn't think the team's effort was there in the first two quarters. Felt like they were going through the motions. Look, I said all of that during the game. So yes, if I can hold the players accountable, I am going to hold the coach accountable as well as the players. He's a part of the team, and I felt that the Wizards were very unaware of the options that the Celtics had in that moment. Tatum scores with 16, 15 seconds left. He went. He looked at the three, it wasn't there. He went to the basket, brought it down to one. Come on, guys. You have eight seconds to get the ball on the other side of half court when you're inbounding, which means that leaves the Celtics plenty of time to score again if they can get the backcourt violation. So why in the world in 15, 14 seconds, whatever it was after Tatum made this basket, why in the world would they foul you? See, because they were unaware of the options, Bill catches the ball and doesn't even try to go anywhere. He, at no point, was Bradley Bill thinking, get on the other side of half court so I don't get a shot clock violated. He just stood there, turning in a circle until he slipped and fell. Yes, that's on Bill. But situational, there was just a review. And obviously, Brad Stevens went through all of the possibilities for his team. If you have the three, do this. If you don't have the three, we're doing this. These are all of your options. Bill clearly had no clue. 
Bill was not trying to go anywhere. He caught the ball. He let the trap happen. He was just turning a circle trying to get fouled. Bill, they have plenty of time. They could just keep you in the backcourt for a backcourt violation. Not to mention, he also didn't realize that he had the option of calling a timeout to advance the ball. So what he, Scott Brooks should have done and could have done was called timeout to advance the ball. I don't know why he wouldn't do that. But my point is, guys, they had options. The Celtics had options. And the Wizards players were clearly unaware of the options that the, the Celtics had at their disposal. It was great coaching by Brad Stevens. He went to the huddle and he said, we're down three. Tatum, we're going to run this play. If you don't have this three... Turn on the Jets and get to the basket. When Tatum caught the ball, he looks up at three-point line. He takes it, looks up at the three-point line, then he puts his head down. Option one. Option two, you miss the layup. You foul. Because there's less 24 seconds left on the shot clock, you could just run the clock out. If you do make the basket, do not foul if you have above, let's say he said 12 seconds. There's more to us. Do not foul. Try to get a backcourt violation. Brad Stevens gave his team all those options. I felt like Scott Brooks made sure that his they, he did not make sure his team was aware of those options. That's why Bradley Beal just seemed to kind of just hold on to the ball and turn in a circle. Late game execution matters. Nonetheless. The Wizards didn't really come to play this game in the first half. That's just the truth. Now, maybe this game's wide open if they actually hit some shots. People have off nights. But to me, they were kind of just not really playing defense going through the motion the first couple of quarters. And if you're going to do that, late game execution matters. Your team being aware of their options matter. They were not aware. That is a problem. You know, I've been open. You all know that I am not the biggest Scott Brooks fan at all. These are the examples of why. If you don't look at that situation and say, dang, Brad Stevens has coached it way better than Scott Brooks did. I don't know what to tell you. You can't tell me that you watched that and didn't think the Wizards don't have a clue. Bill's just turning in a circle thinking they're going to foul him right away. They didn't. It's just smart basketball. Smart basketball. He could have alleviated, Scott could alleviate this by calling the timeout and advancing the ball. Then you take out the element of a backcourt violation. I don't know, guys. Look, we'll get back to it. I would have much rather of them taking care of both of these games um, because the Wizards, you know, they have the Grizzlies next. That's not going to be easy. Morant, they, they, them boys can hoop. And then after that, the Clippers come to town, which we know we got our butts kicked by them the last time. I would have liked to have taken care of both of those weekend games. They came out lethargic and going through the motions versus the Celtics, and they lost it in the end because they just, once again, were poor in their late game execution. So, here we are. Got to get back on our win streak. We will try and do that tomorrow versus the Grizzlies. And guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. 
please, please subscribe so you can get alerts every time I drop a new podcast. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. Also, if you enjoy actual analysis and video analysis of their defense, of highlights, things like that, please follow my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. As always, I am your host, J.D. Jackson. You can find me on Twitter, Russell Westwood Gets the Chip, at Always in Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much. See you tomorrow versus the Memphis Grizzlies. And as always, until next time, peace.